Welcome to Berenson Bond, episode 45, with your host Corey and Diego Berenson. Good afternoon, Diego. Good afternoon. Dead. Awesome. Are you awake? No. Okay. How was your Zooms today? You've been doing Zoom classes, then you did a Zoom hang session with your teacher. Mm-hmm. I think that's awesome. Your teacher makes time just to do a one-hour hang for a creative session. So tell me about that. I know you're working on some graffiti coloring. Isn't that cool to just hang with your teacher? Mm-hmm. What do you guys talk about? Mm, I mean, he was just hoping Sit up straight. Do. Pretend that you're here with me for five minutes. Please. Five? All right, 30. <laughs> um... Just helping someone make something. Making what? I don't know what it's called. You have no idea? Mm-mm. What did it look like? Uh, like, it had a bunch of straws with strings sewed into it. Straws with strings sewed into it? So it's a sewing thing? No, like, not sewed, but like... It's hard to explain. They look cool though. They look like cool. Like a hexagon, three look like a three dimensional hexagon or something. That's cool. And then, how about your class Zoom? You get to see everybody in your class. Mm, most people, I'll say. Most of them. Are you getting completely used to zooming? It's just hard on Fridays because I'm always busy. <laughs> Why are you busy on Friday? Gaming. Oh, free Fridays. Still working hard to get those free Fridays. Mm-hmm. Well, summer's coming. School's only, what? Yeah. Three more weeks? Two more weeks. So me and Christian are planning to talk more. <clears throat> yeah. A little more, but yeah. So two more, two and a half more weeks. No, two weeks and two, a couple more days. Who's counting, though? Two weeks and two days? Nobody's two, counting. No, two weeks and a... And a little bit of days. A little okay. bit of days. Yeah, mm-hmm. that doesn't a little even bit sound of tiny right. bit of days. <laughs> a little bit of days. <laughs> so yeah. yesterday we were gonna have the graffiti artist Mezdata on with us, who he agreed. He's a local graffiti artist. I think he's one of the best, most awesome artists in town. We can't we couldn't have him here because of what's going on. But we checked out his art, let you look scroll through it today. You looked at all his pieces on Instagram. Tell me what you thought in general when you look at his art. What do you think? I mean, I'll say every graffiti artist has its has he or she their own theme. Because I feel like Mez Data is kind of towards real, which is actually cool. Like everything looks real, and I find that really challenging to do. Um, I find, like, words, crazy words are easy, but, um, something to be doing real is, um, cool, because it looks so real, like, it's just someone right in front of you. I know, his shading, the color, the, blends, the depth, the blends. It, it's amazing. I really enjoy it. So he took normal, he doesn't just do letters, he does faces and 
eyes and f- like the eyes and the, the face. Eye. The third eye. I like some of those. Those are pretty cool. And what do you think about the third eye that he third, has on the, so many of his art third pieces? Eyes, they're pretty cool. I like them. What do you think it means? Like everything. I don't know. I've heard some things about them, like on what it is that I'm not sh- I don't exactly remember because that was a while ago. Like, I mean, a while ago, so. <laughs> so if you had to guess, what do you think it is? I don't know, like. I don't know. <laughs> you know, well. I don't know. That's like, exa- It's not like I can't explain it. Like, I, I don't All even right. know. <laughs> you just don't know. Well, I don't even know. It's a common theme in a lot of his art pieces. Mm-hmm. So I, I saw it come up, and it is very interesting. So I actually printed some, a little explanation from Wikipedia just to read through. About the third to, eye? About the third eye, because it is really cool. And But his art, I love his shading faces and eyes are... Right, I'm looking at this one right now. It looked like, it looks like, um, what is it, like the cat and the duck show? What is that one? The Cat and the Duck show. Or the like, old cartoon? Yeah, the old one. It, it was like Bugs a, and Bunny. Bugs and Bunny. Oh, it looks just it like was, the wolf from lo- Bugs no, and Bunny. So it's mixed with the um, Bugs and Bunny cat. Mm-hmm. Also mixed in with Goofy. So it has the blue kind of fur, but then its nose and kind of face is styled like Goofy. And he's just chomping down on a spray bottle. It looks pretty. I like That's far more one of my favorites. That one? Because it's because it's a it's character because really it's, cool. it's an animal character. Yeah, I like it. And it's the colors. Cool. Mm-hmm. Or like what, some of those knights, the black and white knights. Those are pretty cool. Too. Yeah, those are cool. And if people mm. aren't familiar with Mezdata's art, the one that people see all the time is in front of the oh, cricket yeah. shirt. It's like place it on said First Street. The it was because it's the one you can exit. Yeah, it's the one. It's the one that has the guy from. Days and Confused, Matthew McConaughey, all right, all right, all right. Yep. He's got that one on 1st Street, on South 1st Street. There's a cricket shop, and there's a big mural, and he has three of them. There's a Merry Christmas one from the old movie. There is the Anchorman right there, right one. There. No, 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 scroll down right there. This one, the Case of the Mondays, Case he's got of from Office Space. That's on 1st Street. It's this big sign. That's Mez Data, and all three. It says, if you could keep Austin weird, that would be... Yeah, you have to do it in the mic. I can't hear you. Sound far away. Yeah, so that's from a movie, but that's what he says. Case of the Mondays. If you... This is how he talks in the movie. If you could keep Austin weird, that'd be great. (laughs) Wait, that's from a movie? Yeah, it's from a movie called Office Space. But what you see at that cricket shirt spot, that's Mez Data. But if you check out his Instagram... Got so many awesome pieces. Cool. His ability to, to paint depth, color blends so good. Mm-hmm. So now, the third eye. Why do you think that's in a graffiti artist's art? As a theme, it's in so many of his pieces. I don't Well, even, I will tell you. I don't even. <laughs> All right, so I'm just going to read straight from Wikipedia and we'll talk through it, okay? Okay. Sounds good. So... <clears throat> A Cambodian Shiva head showing a third eye. That is a picture when you go to Wikipedia. You'll see an old, old sculpture. And right there on the top, carved in an eye sideways from Cambodia from thousands of years ago. The third eye is also called the mind's eye or the inner eye. It's a mystical and esoteric concept of a speculative invisible eye 
usually depicted or located in the middle of the forehead, which provides perception beyond ordinary sight. Now here's a religious overview. In Dharmic spiritual traditions from India, the third eye refers hope I'm sure I'll pronounce this wrong, the Ajna or the brow, the Ajna chakra. The third eye refers to the gate that leads to the inner realms and spaces of higher consciousness. In New Age spirituality, the third eye often symbolizes a state of enlightenment or the evocation of mental images having deeply personal, spiritual, or psychological significance. The third eye is often associated with religious visions, clairvoyance, the ability to observe chakras, auras, utilizing their third eyes are sometimes known as seers. In Hinduism and Buddhism, the third eye is said to be located around the middle of the forehead, slightly above the junction of the eyebrows, representing the enlightenment one achieves through meditation. Hindus also place a talaka. You know, you ever seen a little red paint right uh, here? Oh, yeah. It's I've always seen those in India. Yeah. So they put that between their eyebrows as a representation of the third eye, which is also seen on expressions of Shiva. You know, me and mom used to have a giant Shiva statue we borrowed from a friend in our living room. It was maybe... It was it's tall, a little taller than me. Taller, way taller than me. Its arms were as wide as mine, right? And it was like a ring of fire behind her, and then it was a total pose of Shiva, a giant metal statue. It looked, it just looked really cool. I'll show you what it looks like. Send you a picture. Buddhists regard the third eye as the eye of consciousness, representing the vantage point from which enlightenment beyond one's physical sight is achieved. So, easy example is, if you close your eyes right now, can you still see images? I mean... In your mind? Yes. That is your mind's eye, not your body's eye. Okay? So... In Taoism, and many traditional Chinese religious sects, such as Chan, also called Zen in Japanese... Third eye training involves focusing attention on the point between the eyebrows with the eyes closed while being in different postures. For example, a lot of times you can meditate with your eyes open or with them closed, with headphones, with not headphones, doesn't matter. Uh, the goal of training like this, it says, to allow students to tune in to a vibration of the universe and gain a solid foundation on which to reach a more advanced meditative state. The longest I think I've ever said I meditated was, I don't know, maybe 40 minutes tops. It sounded like a long time before I started. When I was done, it went by really quick. And it was the only time I did it that long, usually 10, 15 minutes, maybe 20, 20 at the most. But the more you practice, the more you start to use just how you closed your eyes and saw pictures and images. It kind of, your mind just takes you on this fun ride. When you just sit still and you close your eyes, it just, the movie starts to play and you just start visions and ideas and thoughts. They just start to visualize. 
It's another level of consciousness. Like right now, me and you are awake. We're talking right now. Eyes open. Human eyes. Eyeball eyes. Not your mind's eye. All right. Back to this. Let's see. Taoism teaches that the third eye, also called the mind's eye, is situated between... The mind's eye? Yeah. So just how I said, when you close your eyes, you see something. That's your mind's eye. So Taoism claims that the third eye is one of the main energy centers of the body located at the sixth chakra, forming a part of the main meridian, the line separating left and right hemispheres of the body. In Taoist traditions, the third eye is the frontal part of the upper Dan Tin and given the evocative name Muddy Pellet. According to a Christian teaching, the concept of a third eye is a, just a metaphor for non-dualistic thinking. Now, here's some science part of this. Ooh, yay. Okay. Adherents have suggested that the third eye is in fact the partially dormant pineal gland, which resides between the two hemispheres of the brain. Reptiles and amphibians sense light via a third parietal eye, a structure associated with the pineal gland, which serves to regulate their circadian rhythms. For example, me and you have circadian rhythms. What does that mean? That means your body <clears throat> gets in a routine of knowing, oh, it's nighttime, I should go to bed. Oh, it's morning, I should wake up. That becomes a rhythm, right? Mm -hmm. So you go to bed almost the same time every night you get up, Roughly around the same time in the morning. That's your circadian rhythm. That's your rhythm of sleep. Or like Nike. Like, he only missed oh. one. He only missed an hour. Ooh, yes. One time he was an hour he, and his, one minute late. Yes. His circadian rhythm is. Eight o'clock. Spot on. He goes to bed at eight o'clock. Can Nike read a clock? No. Does Nike understand what time it is in the day? No. I mean, yes. Yes, yes, yes. No, but if I cool. said, hey, Nike. Dog, it's eight o'clock. That I may as well say that in any noise, but his body knows exactly when it's eight o'clock. <laughs> right? You've seen it on his own. He goes right to bed at exactly. And then I looked at the clock, and it's eight. And when does he wake up? Usually wakes up around maybe one in the morning. <laughs> and then when does he get up after that? No, like maybe around. I say like four or five a.m. He, you start hearing him make noise? No, he doesn't do that. He usually wakes me up around, not like three in the morning. He wakes me up around like close to like six. So I'm like, okay, just a little more. So then okay. he goes back to his bed. So and then it. he knows when I get up, that means he's ready to go out. Uh, so he's like almost his nose touching there. I'm like, okay, back up. I'm, I know you want to come out. So, but he gets up off of his bed at six o'clock? He gets off of his bed around like... 550 around a little over 555 okay. sometimes 6 but six for, but almost around. the same time every day almost uh, roughly yeah roughly see yeah. he has that is his circadian rhythm to wake up at 4 or that 5 is in the morning his, that is called your sleep wake cycle I, think, I say 4 he's around like 4 about 4 maybe 350 but. And see, the good thing about having a very regular go to sleep and wake up at the same time, what's really good about that 
is your body gets used to knowing and preparing to say, oh, I know exactly when we're going to bed. We're going to get ready to fix any damage and any things that the body needs to repair at nighttime. Mm -hmm. It starts getting all the supplies ready. Imagine you are a house that's going to get fixed, right? Mm -hmm. And you know that people are going to leave at 6 p.m. every day. And you can get to work because they're definitely going to be gone at 6. You would spend a little bit of time getting all your stuff ready to do work. Mm -hmm. And you know they're gone and you can get right to work. Now, if I went to bed at a different time every day or stayed up super late here and went to bed super early there and then late again. I, I'll say rarely do that. Yeah, but if you if you change around all the time, your body never knows what can actually get into a repair mode. And it just doesn't do a good job because it doesn't know when to start. And it doesn't know when to start. It doesn't want what well, might not start or be in the middle or. It just can't do what it needs to do for your body's internal repair. Okay, so back to this. Mm -hmm. uh, let's see. So the partially dormant pineal gland, a little tiny gland right in the You know your brain has two hemispheres, right? And in the middle, there's a little teeny tiny gland right between the two, right behind your forehead. And so the reptiles and amphibians... That's how they sense light, dark, and know when to go to bed, when to wake up. Okay? Mm -hmm. CW. Like, the like they always come out around like night. So. Yes, so that's their rhythm. And they're blind. That's I right. Think, right. Well, yeah. they can see, but they use sonar they're to blur. It's blur kind of blurry. Vision. But they see better with their sonar. <laughs> see, uh, Lead Beater claimed that by. Uh, hold on. He was saying, there's one guy said if you put a tube from the third eye you can develop microscopic vision i don't even know what that's about okay let's Wait, go back you can see microscopic nah, well, i didn't click on that link we're gonna skip that it has been asserted by stephen phillips that the third eye's microscopic vision is capable of observing objects as small as quarks all right we're getting in the deep water now moving on okay skipping that according to this belief humans had in Far ancient times, an actual third eye in the back of the head with a physical and spiritual function. Over time, humans evolved. This eye atrophied, which means it shrank and shrank and shrank from never being used and sunk into today what's known as the pineal gland. Okay. I don't know of any of that. It's just theory, but we do know there is a pineal gland in and your there head. Is there is a gland. And... It's hypothesized that this gland, which it does maintain light sensitivity, is responsible for the production and release of dimethyltryptamine, an ethogen which he believes possibly could be excreted in large quantities at two times in your whole entire life, birth and death. So this teeny tiny gland, they believe, excretes this chemical this hormone called DMT only at birth, only at death, right? And it creates these intense, it, it lets you go through intense pain and it's intense imagery. So obviously at birth, you don't, you're not really see anything, but at death, you'll rush all these crazy images that you had your whole life. All at once, it just rushes you because it removes the pain. So it's theory. So they think. 
So they think like. So they think it, there's this chemical that makes you not feel pain, but it also creates your mind to see all kinds of crazy things. Throughout your life. Well, just images and your mind is full of images from your whole life. So that's theory. Not we don't true. know. We don't know. We do know that that chemical exists, you know, but we don't know what it really, what it does. really does. Yeah. So here's Thanks. now moving on to philosophy. The use of the phrase mind's eye or third eye <laughs> does not imply that there is a single or unitary place in the mind or brain where visual consciousness occurs. Philosophers have critiqued this view. So you can read a whole lot about critiquing on this. Let's see. Uh, there's a literature book. A literature book? A 1959 novel called The Third Eye uh, introduced a fictional account of The Third Eye for the first time to the wide popular audience audience of English-speaking readers. So this is, there's a long list of bibliography. There's a lot of writing on this. There's a lot of things. So it's talking about consciousness and seeing things with your mind. Therefore, the connection I think is in Mesdata's art is that he's an artist. Look how good he is. He uses the creativity in his mind, which he could cause, it'll be his mind's eye. His intense creativity comes through his hands straight to his paintings. And he's obviously a very deep thinker and open-minded. And I really can't wait till this virus calms down and things are more open and we'll have him here to be with us. Because remember, he was going to do a lesson for you mm -hmm. and you spray painted your name, but he'll be here. He'll be here, but we'll keep following him and his art is so good. So... So, I've been yapping a lot. What do you think? I don't know. About his art? Yeah, or anything. What's on, what's on your mind, kid? I don't know. Did you like the bike ride today? I don't even know. I love taking our bike rides every day. <laughs> we did a new path today. I tried to climb some rocks on my bike. I failed four out of four times. But I well, you made, uh, like, maybe 50-50 on one. Uh, but 50-50. I'm just warming up. Got to practice going over rocks before I actually go into tough trails. This was just a little baby warm-up. Right. I'm not prepared. My gears are messed up. Yeah, they're acting. But for the road, it's good. You've been getting strong going up some big hills. My legs. Yeah, your legs are getting strong. getting strong. Not me. Oh, just the legs. Not you. Mm. You're weak, but your legs are strong? Oh, okay. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> What's wrong with your weak body? Got those strong legs. I think you need to do some more boxing. Get the arms strong <laughs> to match those strong legs. What do you think? Yeah, yeah, no, yes, no, maybe so. All right, we had a glow party again. A ah, miniature glow party this weekend. Miniature. It's miniature. I think everybody should go buy boxes of glow sticks, black lights, get crazy. Throw a party in your house. Turn the music up. Turn up. When you turn it down. <laughs> All right, we're just making this a short one because 
we got to do some work after this, but yeah. Any last thoughts? Goats follow the greatest ranch of all time. They got lots of baby goats going on. Super cute on their Facebook page. That's the cousins. Give them a shout. Give them a checkout. All right. Well, be healthy, y'all. Take care. Exercise. Eat good. Drink water. Go to bed. Right? Yeah? No? Why are you shaking your head? Do all that, but go to sleep. Oh, go to sleep. All right. Be healthy, y'all. We're out.